Blog Talk Radio. Hello, folks. How you doing? It's Danny Tisdale, and I am your host for the Danny Tisdale. I was about to say the Danny Tisdale podcast. I forgot we renamed it the Harlem World Magazine podcast, and I am your host, publisher and founder of Harlem World Magazine. And what I love about our podcast is we have Harlem leaders, legends, and trailblazers right here on the show to talk about the incredible work that they've done and that they're doing, let me say. Before we get right into it, though, let's talk about some things that are going on um, right there on the website. Don't forget, folks, put this in your calendar. Write it down old school. Put it in your phone. August 12th through the 21st of August is Harlem Week. That's right, Harlem Week that, as you can tell by those dates, is not just a week, but mm, two or three weeks. Uh, also, 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 uh, sad news, uh, a close uh, friend, shall I say, friend of a friend, uh, Heather Gray has passed. Uh, she has deep roots in Harlem, um, working in the entertainment industry. Uh, we posted um, an article regarding that today. Uh, and also, just to go back before we go forward, we posted something earlier also regarding Harlem Week, and uh, please check that out and um, attend and be a part of it. And again, our uh, condolences goes out to the Gray family. Uh, also, last but not least, do check out our things to do on the website. Uh, go right to our HarlemWorldMagazine.com upper left right-hand corner, that is, and uh, check out all the things that uh, are coming up probably over the next uh, two or three months. And as I said in the opener, we have all the leaders and legends and trailblazers in Harlem uh, who are doing great work, who uh, bring great business, uh, great community to the greatest community in the world, and that's Harlem. Uh, today, we have a, as a guest, uh, Tamika Rochester. Miss Rochester is owner and founder of Harlem Cycle. She received her MBA from the NYU Stern School of Business. Uh, Tamika turned her passion for fitness and community into Harlem Cycle. She was drawn to indoor cycling, which took her back to her childhood memories of riding her book. I'm sorry, her book, her bike, her bike in Atlanta. Uh, she was disappointed by the options that were presented in Harlem, and I guess there weren't many options. Uh, her entrepreneurial spirit, her passion for community inspired her to establish Harlem Cycle, dedicated to the passion and the soul and the hustle that defines Harlem. Um, congratulations, Tamika, and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, and let me just say a little bit more. Uh, we posted an article, I think it was probably a couple of weeks by now, and, uh, uh, and Tamika, you were one of the um, winners of the Harlem Team Advantage. Uh, it was a, a project put together by MasterCard, and I think the New York Yankees, is, if I have it correctly. Um, so congratulations and welcome to the show. Awesome. Yes, thank you. We were the grand prize winner, which was, you know, it's always just amazing to get recognition for our work in the community. So it was a, it was a great surprise to us, but it was awesome, and it was just a, such a great experience. 
Well, you know, I want to get right into it, Tamika, you know, as one small business owner to another. What inspired you to open Harlem Cycle? Was there someone or something that happened, or was it that experience of uh, coming to Harlem and realizing there was uh, a drought of sorts of cycling? Well, I'd say it's a combination. Um, so, you know, I started indoor cycling when, right after I had my son, and I was looking for a good workout. And so I thought, okay, well, if mm-hmm. you know, I used to love riding my bike when I was younger, so let's go back to riding bikes outside. Um, and so I quickly discovered riding your bike outside in the streets of New York is very different than riding your bike in Atlanta. Um, <laughs> yes, and yes. so, you know, very, very different, right? Um, and so I kind of discovered indoor cycling that way because um, I was like, okay, I, I, you know, I love being on a bike, so how can I make this work? So I discovered indoor cycling. I loved everything about it. I loved the fact that there was music, there's an air-conditioned studio, there's people around you, and, and it seems like everyone is here for that goal. It's 45 minutes, you come in, you hit that goal, and then you go out. Now, the things that I didn't necessarily love about the experience was most of the places that I were going to were downtown or in the midtown area, um, Mm -hmm. particularly because there are no cycling studios north of 92nd Street. And so I was forced to go downtown. Exactly. (laughs) So I was forced to go downtown to find a studio option. Um, and, you know, studios have such great convenience. You, you just schedule your class, you walk in, you take your class, you go out. Um, and so, you know, well, I needed that convenience, particularly as a mother, because I, I needed to be able to go in, come back out, and then go on with my life. Um, right. But gyms have fitness classes. It's just that you have to come, you have to sign up, you have to wait, you have to see if you get in. Like, it's very different than a studio environment, and I was really looking for that convenience that the studio brought. Now, I've taken classes at gyms, and we do have gym classes here in Harlem, but they were missing the convenience, and they were also missing a lot of the amenities that these facilities had. Um, And just, you know, one day I was out, and I was thinking about, like, why do we always have to sacrifice something? You know, as someone of color, it's like we're always having to compromise. And I thought right. our health and our wellness is just too important. Like this isn't this isn't right. this isn't the area that we should ever have to compromise on. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I I'm going to do it myself. And here we are, six years later. We have two locations here in Harlem. That's fantastic, and congratulations again on on your work. Just in, you know, there's I guess there's two congratulations: one in winning the uh, grand prize, and one in making the commitment and coming to Harlem and do the work that you've been doing. And I, I want to back up before we go forward and um, uh, uh, surprise you with a question. But what was it that pulled you to Harlem, uh, being in the great city of Atlanta? Yeah, so, you know, when you grow up in the South, you always have big dreams of coming to New York City, right? So I always wanted to come to New York, but Harlem in particular. One, because of the Apollo. I dreamed of going and rubbing the tree of hope at the Apollo. I dreamed of being able to go into places like the Cotton Club and all the places where, to me, jazz was started. Like, I had Mm -hmm. these dreams of what Harlem was to me um, while not living here. Now, when I got here, it was so much more than those dreams, right? It was, <laughs> even if none of these places still exist, it That's was like, it's its own, Harlem, exactly, its own little village, its own little community, it has its own unique culture, it has a certain vibe and an essence that is just magnetizing right. and just makes you want to stay here forever. Um, so for me, if I came to New York City, it had to be in Harlem. Well, uh, I love your work. That's one check. Um, you're a small business person. That's two checks. 
Okay, now there's three checks because you love you love like I do love Harlem. So uh, it's all it's all real good. Um, and, and I wanted to go a little deeper uh, and, and talk about uh, you know the home team advantage, Mastercard, New York Yankees. Can you tell us a little bit about? Uh, uh, we read something about Mastercard's digital doors toolkit, and you know, as small business folks. We're always interested in, you know, what little insights that can help us. Can you tell us a little bit more about that uh, toolkit? Yeah, so the toolkit is part of the packaging of, you know, all the things that I won with being the grand prize winner. Um, but it's a, it's a real valuable resource, particularly as a small business, because it helps me in kind of managing our digital presence. So what it is is it gives me tools to be able to check out our strengths and weaknesses across the digital space, which as a small business and particularly as a fitness studio, you know, we, we do everything we do is online. Like you can book all of your classes, you can book everything from us online. Uh, we even sell our right. merchandise and things online. So it's very important right. that we have a very strong digital presence, but we also can identify where there's areas of weakness at all times and making sure that we're secure online. And so that's what the digital doors does is making sure that we get that guidance to make sure our storefront is set up per- properly from a digital um, perspective but also making sure it gives us the top recommendations on how to make it stronger. Uh, certainly so, and, and uh, like you said, very important, especially on that digital side. I, I mean, it's something that we're always looking at and trying to understand our readers better. You know, 85% of our uh, readers access our website through their phone, so I, I hear you and understand you completely. And a little uh, side uh, question What's your favorite place in Harlem? Oh, for me, well, ooh, do I have to just choose one? Out, outside of Harlem Cycle. <laughs> outside of Harlem Cycle. I'm gonna get um, you before you go well, there. Yeah, that. Well, now I was gonna just choose. I was gonna choose Harlem Cycle, but I have a couple of little little secret spots. Um, right now, my favorite little coffee shop is MBHD. It's on Adam. It's on Frederick Douglass oh, between One Fortieth and One Forty First. Lovely coffee shop has all the good food. I mean, like I go for the food, <laughs> not even the coffee. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. But I go for the food. I go for the ambiance. I love okay, that what, it's a small business. If I go there at the coffee shop, give me a hint yes. on what I should. Um, okay, well, let me see. Today, today, see, I can say just today because I was just there a few minutes ago. Um, today I had the Chipotle chicken sandwich. Um, Last week I had the shrimp and grits, so it's it's oh, like real good food. Shrimp and grits, <laughs> yes. Shrimp and grits, huh? That made you. Did you think of Atlanta for two seconds there, or? No, you know, because it's did like shrimp and, and shrimp and grits, so it's a it's a little oh, different. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but still that's, very, that's very good. good. That's yeah. fantastic, oh, and uh, I'm licking my. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, you know, if outside of coffee, the coffee shop, I'm usually at one of the parks. Like, you can always find me in St. Nicholas Park. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Most definitely. Okay. That that, that makes sense. And uh, uh, we want to get right into another question, and it might be for those small business owners out there. When did you realize, Tamika, that uh, Harlem Cycle was going to be successful? Was it just one day you woke up and said, ah, uh, it had an aha moment, or one day you at lunchtime looked at the cash register and, and 
you didn't have enough place to put the money. When did you realize that you were on, <laughs> you were going to be successful? Um, I don't know if I've even realized that yet, right? I know that I wake up every day and give 100% <laughs> towards my business. Um, and I know every day I do my best with what I have. And that to me is success. So I don't, you know, it's like, I don't know if we're by anyone else's standard successful, but I think we've given it 100% mm-hmm. and we know that we're changing lives. And that to me is when I realized that we were getting such great feedback from our clients as far as how we're That's impacting cool. their lives. That is what I I said is successful. Now, from a financial standpoint, I, that that day hasn't come yet because I'm like, there's always more money to make. <laughs> well, and, and I just gave that example. It's what you feel is successful, and I love the examples that you gave because especially, you know, when you are able to – uh, and I'm assuming, obviously, we're talking about, you know, health because we know health is wealth. Can you – you want to talk a little bit about maybe one of those success stories? Is it is Was it because of their weight or was it because they just hadn't exercised in a while? You know, maybe mention one of your uh, nameless clients who, you know, kind of gave you some love. Yeah. I mean, so one of the things about us is we – could literally care less about your weight. Um, So I think for us, our success stories are always rooted in the impact we're making on a long term in someone's life. And so we've had clients who've shared how, you know, they may have been going through a bout of depression or, you know, they've just gone through a loss or something that has been very tragic in their life. And being back in our environment, being around people who are supportive, um, just kind of brought them back back to being their best self. And for us, that, that, that is always the best story for, you know, where I get you back to being who you authentically want to be. And so all of our success stories are really kind of rooted in getting you to being your best self. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm going to use uh, this little moment here to take a quick station ID and let people know it's Harlem World magazine and it's the Harlem World Magazine podcast. Don't forget to share us and like us and link to us. And if you change your mind, you can obviously undo all that. But uh, we're here with uh, Tamika Rochester uh, from Harlem Cycle, uh, Grand Prize Award winner, and just talking about uh, the great things that she's been doing uh, in Harlem uh, with those who attend Harlem Cycle. And later on, she'll, of course, let you know how you can uh, visit Harlem Cycle and become a member, if membership is what it is, uh, uh, in seconds. Um, uh, Tamika, I I have another question for you, of course. I think you won the the competition. Was there a secret sauce to that? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't know if there's a secret sauce. Um, you know, the competition is really focused on small businesses making an impact in their community. And so I think, you know, just how much um, we love our community and how much we've gone, um, I would say, outside of the norm of a fitness studio to make sure that we're making an impact within the community. I think that is what kind of made us stand out a bit more in the crowd. Um, you know, all the, all the businesses that were a participant are all small business, all working to do their best. So I think what kind of really made us a little separate was just our impact and, and what we've been doing to make ensure our community stays healthy. Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, uh, Tamika, 
our readers, uh, 85% of them are women. Uh, and uh, those women typically are running businesses as executives or they have their own business. Is there uh, any advice you could give to our readers out there who uh, may be uh, where you are in their career, may be earlier in their career, uh, some insights of, um, you know, what they may do if they follow in your pumps? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would say, I mean, my biggest lesson as a business owner has been to ask for help when needed um, and not be afraid to ask for help. Um, and, that, you know, that hmm. just takes time. That I think that is something that over time that we have to learn just even as a people to raise our hand and say, hey, I, I need help. And, and recognizing that people do want to help. Um, so when I, when I started asking Great for point. help, people were showing up for me and showing up in the ways that uh, more than, you know, I had even anticipated. And that helped grow my business because, you know, being a one-woman show can only get you so far. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just really being able to ground yourself in your your capabilities and your limitations and then seeking the help and the advice and the expertise or whatever it is that you need and not being ashamed to say, I don't know everything. Um, when I started Harlem Cycle, I had never taught a fitness class in my life. I was a former mechanical engineer um, who worked in marketing in, at the later part of my career. So I had never, I was not in fitness space. Um, so when I hired my team, I was very, you know, transparent with them. I was like, you guys are the experts. I can manage the marketing. I can do all the business stuff. But you guys are the experts when it comes towards, you know, how to teach these classes and how to, and what our clients would be looking for. Now, the great thing about it was because I didn't have those skills, I only knew the client perspective. So I came in and was like, as a client, this is what I was always missing, and this is what I always hoped would happen. <laughs> and I think that, you know, it's like, so yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's always great to have that perspective in your business, like what people are really looking for. Um, and so, but you know, it, it, but being upfront with my team and saying, hey, I am not an expert across everything. I do not know everything. I do not know. <laughs> Frankly, I was like, I don't know any of this part. Um, and so, really leaning into them, getting their expertise getting their help and, you know, my, my team trained me on how to teach classes. And so getting really raising your hand and saying, I need help here is I think what really will help take that business to the next level. Uh, that's, it's great advice uh, and being humble, I think, to a certain degree and uh, saying and admitting that you don't know something and need help is uh, really valuable though on the outside looking in it some someone may say well you know it's not that value but it, it certainly it certainly is um you know to me as you look at into your crystal ball i'm just saying that you have one um <laughs> what's the future for you maybe you know the next five or ten years uh harlem uh cycles or does it become midtown cycle uh downtown cycle atlanta cycle uh What's the future? Well, first, we'll always stay Harlem Cycle because Harlem in itself it, it is our brand, right? Harlem in, describes right. who we are, our culture, and what, what you should expect when you come inside of our studio. So we'll always keep the name Harlem in our in our business name. Um, but, yes, we plan on expanding to other regions and other areas, particularly places where people of color, particularly places where people of color have been left out of the conversation when it comes to health and wellness. Um, we want to make sure that, again, we are – 
leveling the playing field and creating equitable spaces in communities that do not have it. Um, you know, us being the first one and still the only one north of 92nd Street in Manhattan, an area that has a cycling studio every couple of blocks, says, says a lot. Right. And that means communities, there are a lot of communities that are just totally not even in the conversation. If Manhattan forgot about us, I'm pretty sure, you know, in Atlanta and other areas, there are also opportunities and needs for people of color as well. And so we want to make sure we're continuing to create those safe spaces and continuing to target areas where we can continue to uplift the community and get them closer to being their best selves. That's uh, that's great stuff, Tamika. And I want to go back before I go forward, and I know we, we are at our last uh, probably you know, seven or eight minutes here, but uh, there's something that you mentioned, and I just want to go back to it, and, and I mentioned it too. I said, wait, when uh, uh, I forgot what the question was, but I said someone comes in and they're overweight or, or it's a weight issue, and you said, well, um, something along the lines, as I paraphrase, it, you know, there could be mental issues, not mental issues, but they would have other issues. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because the first thing that came to mind to me was, well, someone's overweight, and what I hear you saying that, well, um, there are people coming in to Harlem Cycle, and it's not just about their weight. It's about other issues. Can you talk a little bit about, a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. Now, of course, every fitness class, if if you're eating a balanced diet, you will lose weight, right? <laughs> so that that is a given, and that's what you should expect in any fitness class. There are so many more aspects of physical workout and taking care of your wellness that people aren't touching on, and one of it is how you know how it gets you. Um, how it takes care of your mental health, right? We've been living in isolation for two years. Um, A lot of us have been sedentary. Uh, A lot of that isolation. Exactly. And so, you know, when you leave a class and the amount of endorphins and just being around so many people and the energy you're able to consume from being in there helps helps elevate your mental health state. And also, you know, a lot of us, we're, we're not built to live in isolation, so being around that's other right. people in itself creates, you know, that environment that's conducive for us being our better selves. So mental health is a very strong component of just group fitness in general. Um, but then also being in a supportive environment just helps elevate that yeah. to the next level. Um, and then also one of the things we've seen too, so, you know, touching on even the weight loss and the mm-hmm. physical aspects of, of fitness is one, yes, you will lose weight taking class, but, you know, in our classes, we're not going to body shame you. We're not going to talk about your weight. We're not going to say, oh, you know, uh, some of the terms I've heard at other studios have been like, oh, uh, sweat is just your fat crying. Like, we're not going to call anyone fat. We're not going to say Ooh, any of good. these things. <laughs> um, we're not going we're not, we're not to say things like, get your summer body because your body is your body all throughout the year, right? right. <laughs> we, right. We, we honor your body in no matter what phase of the journey you're in. and so, you know, being able to be in environments like that that you know are accepting, because a lot of us are even working in environments, and, right. and a lot of us are spending a lot of time in environments that aren't accepting of who we are, and we're showing up in, as someone else in order to be accepted. But here we're saying you can show up as who you are, no matter where you are in your yeah, wellness journey, we be no matter what you're doing. And you want to be around positive, positive people. Were... Exactly. Yeah. So in itself, the mental health well, benefits are just there. 
fantastic. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, as we still, what, we're probably down to five minutes now. Uh, I understand, I forget what date it was, but you're at uh, the Major League Bas- uh, Baseball All-Star Game presented, of course, by MasterCard, and you threw the first pitch, I understand. I did, yes. Come on, this tell is such us a about dream it. moment. Who did you strike out? Who did uh, you strike out? <laughs> so I didn't strike Come anyone. He, he, did, he, he caught my ball at the – so it, there was two opportunities for me to pitch the opening. I pitched first at Yankee Stadium, um, and then the following week nice. I pitched at the wow. All-Star Game out in L.A., and both of these were like dream moments. Like I literally was like looking back, like is is this really my life? <laughs> uh, so it was just a really great I mean, opportunity. Come true, I love it. Yeah, so it was you know being in front of that many people, seeing our logo up, and and me pitching the opening ball was just amazing. So did you? I have to ask these questions. Uh, uh, did you practice? And um, was it what you expected? Absolutely, I practiced. (laughs) I was about to show up out there in front of the millions of people and embarrass myself. (laughs) Video cameras around. Yes, I was at St. Nicholas Park practicing. Um, Yes, and it was it was so much more than I could have imagined because again, this wasn't something I even imagined. Like I didn't wake up one day and say, "My, you know, I'm going to pitch the opening game at a Yankee game." Um, I'm a witness program. (laughs) I'm a pitch the opening. Right? Who dreams that? Yeah, it was so much more than I had ever dreamed, which just tells me I need to dream bigger. Well, it sounds like you're getting there, you know, step by step. Uh, and and uh, Tamika, it's been great talking to you, and you we're at our uh, last couple of minutes here. Was there anything you wanted to add that I didn't ask before you tell our listeners how they can get in touch and stay in touch with Harlem Cycle and you and the great work that you're doing? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'll go ahead and share that information. So, you know, okay. you, every, everything you do is you can book all of your classes online. We are at harlem-cycle.com. We have two locations in Harlem, one's on Anna Clayton Pablo between 137th and 138, and our second studio is on 125th between Lenox and 5th Avenue. We also have a full on-demand wellness platform, so in case you're not ready to come mm-hmm. into the studio or you just want to do quicker, shorter workouts, that includes strength, toning, um, recovery, even the family section we ha- that range from 7 minutes to 45 minutes. Those are all online um, on our wellness platform. And all of this is on our website at harlem-cycle.com. That's fantastic. And, Tamika, it's uh, great speaking to you. And congratulations again on winning that fantastic award. And uh, uh, we'll be visiting you to possibly get our workout on so don't be surprised but thank you so much Tamika for being on awesome. the show. Awesome I'm going to be looking for you in class I'm going to be looking for you I appreciate it thank you Tamika and congratulations again and all the best bye bye. Awesome thank you so much Well folks that was uh, Tamika Rochester from Harlem Cycle uh, who is as you can tell uh, doing great work um, I want to thank you for listening in, and don't forget to share us, like us, and link to us, and let us know how we can make our show better, Uh, maybe some guests that you recommend to be on the show who are leaders, legends, and trailblazers, and anything else about Harlem. 
that interests you. All the best again. Uh, don't forget to um, stay safe. Watch out for COVID. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.